0: All right, so we're back at the top of the initiative order and Gable, hmm? I think Fishhook is looking at you.
1: Why? <laughs> uh, why? Why?
0: Well, I think you boarded his ship. Hmm? And just started cutting people down left and right. Uh, he's down a few boys. I don't see how that's my fault. He's out He's out some boys. So he, I think, is rather than doing any more magic or, or moving the ship around, I think he is going to plant his hook, grab his anchor once more, amble over to you and try and physically attack you.
1: But the ship is flat the right ship now. is
0: yeah the ship has been righted. Right until- uh so he oh that's right yeah, yeah. so he's he's like because <sighs> I think actually, yeah, we didn't get to see... We ground a man into the Oh, yeah, we didn't gears. get to see the effects. Yeah, we didn't oh, get yeah. to see the effects on this part of the ship. So we hear some creaking and, like, rattling as a lot of the ropes and the gears that make up the mechanisms that control the rudder of this ship snap okay, and Johnny, break. I'll do and the, the, the creaking rudder and boops, boops. you do the rattling.
2: Okay.
0: Ready? One, two, three. Don't cut any of this, Casey. This is
3: gold. <laughs>
4: It's a good train. <laughs> how do you make a rattle sound like a like chains rattle.
1: Let's spend thirty minutes
0: Done. musing on how We do
4: like that. a snake. A oh, bunch- actually,
1: you know what? Let's do our jobs.
4: You a bunch uh, of baby teeth.
1: I don't see how Foley's not my job. Baby so, teeth
2: and a little shaker cup. I only
4: have adult teeth. <laughs> you thought?
5: Why would you bring that up? He said the baby
2: teeth. Adult (laughs) teeth are what you
0: use to make a horny dog noise. Everyone knows that. (laughs) So the ship, because the rudder has gone loose, the wind resistance has peeled it back. Mm -hmm. So it starts momentum causes it to start swinging in the other direction. And in that short in-between period, the ship rights itself. Uh, There's still like some rumbling on the deck. Everybody uh, who's hooked in and you, Gable, who you're you're just like clinging to that mast, Mm -hmm. trying to right yourself. Uh, still protecting Wendell, who is struggling to breathe. It rocks, and once it gets into a more neutral position, you can hear the heavy thuds of Franz Fishhook's boots as they approach you. In between desperate breaths, you look up, and you can see this figure towering over you, his pale, knotted flesh, his horrible, dark teeth. (laughs) And he raises the wicked instrument, the fractured anchor that he calls a weapon. And there is a moment where the sun appears behind him, creating a silhouette of this dark figure. And the hook comes down. And I roll.
1: (laughs) He's good. All right. Hmm?
0: He does hit you. No. But just barely. What if he didn't? That'd be
5: great. (laughs)
0: Well, I, I think what, what we're learning in this instance, uh, Liz, is that you're just going to have to do something pretty gnarly uh, oh. <laughs> to make up for lost ground. So that's only six damage coming at you.
1: Six? Well, I, I mm, okay. So we discussed before that I can start pulling from a strain, correct? Yes. So I'm at zero on health. So now I'm going to be absolutely zero on health, but at 10 strain. So, you know, here we are.
5: Mm -hmm. oh wow all right
0: well this i think is your moment this is a desperate situation you Mm -hmm. know looking around the deck we, we can see nodos who barely managed to cling onto the ship is still around but he's getting his bearings wendell is unfortunately still deeply affected by the drowning um and wendell's brother uh looks to be not as quick to recover as Fishhook was. Mm-hmm. So if there's time to act, now is that time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, both your swords are sheathed. What do you do?
1: Where did he hit me? That's a
0: good question. Uh, he Last we saw you, you were standing in sort of a protective stance. Wendell had intercepted his brother, who mm-hmm. looked like they were coming at both of you. And he got badly injured mm-hmm. in that um so you were kind of protecting wendell uh, and you definitely had the time to watch as fishhook came closer to you yeah you had mentioned that you sheathed your sword yeah so you didn't have that out no. so where do you think you got hit and how do you think you prevented it from being lethal
1: if he was right in front of me what i assume is that if he's, like, he's just wielding a fish hook as if it were, like... He's wielding, yeah. like, an anchor. Like an anchor.
0: Yeah, and half of it snapped off, so it looks like one big hook.
1: Yeah, it's almost like a scythe. So I assume that what he usually does is just, like, slash back and forth on people and, like, try and get as much meat as he can and then pulls through, like, as if they're actual... It's an actual meat hook.
0: Yeah, I think he, like, like tries to hook them and, like, lift them up. By yeah. It. Although you're like, super tall, so get that down would work and, as well. So on you. what
1: I think he did, he just got me, like... In the crook of, like, between my shoulder and my chest. Oh, yeah. Going straight down and in and mm. then tearing through just the cartilage of the armpit. So, like, bleeding a lot, but mm-hmm. it's not fatal or yeah. anything.
0: It did kind of mess up your your uh, top a little bit, yeah. though.
1: And so, like, I'm bleeding pretty profusely. And I think the only thing that I can do, especially if he's in such close proximity, I think I just want to grapple him. Okay wrestle them down physically
0: okay so uh, just so you know if mm-hmm. you do choose to do that instead of melee you'll be using brawl
1: yeah i thought so okay that should be fine and by fine i mean eh, who knows and we don't have the black dice anymore but uh, because of the drowning i have a black die
0: it's upgraded so you change one of the purples to a red
1: this will be fine this will be fine <laughs>
0: And you also do still have fate points that you can move if you would like to upgrade one of your green to a yellow. Yes, I would like that very much. Okay. I have three advantages. Okay. So this is a failure. Is it a wash is a failure? A wash is a failure. Well. Like, you're not inflicting damage. However, you can do something with those advantages mm-hmm. that benefits you story-wise. Yeah. That can be, like, pushing him back. That can be, you know, finding the willpower
1: to, like, draw a weapon. That can be all sorts of things. Would it be possible to, like, push him prone? Or is that like more like of a success thing? That's more of a success Meh. thing.
0: I, I I would I would say like you can definitely create some distance between him and yourself, and you can definitely pull out a weapon if you so choose. Yeah.
1: So I think then I would. Uh, he gets me and then I pull the hook from he like he has a little bit in me and I pull the hook through the rest of my arm uh, and then with a strong arm push him back
0: he stumbles back and you know we can see that the ship is still rocking and uh, he's stumbling back and I don't think he'll fall prone uh, but because the ship is unstable and you did get that big shove he like falls back down and we get this now towering shot of you and we can see see the blood dripping from your wound and we can see like your damaged sleeve starting to fall to the side, mm-hmm. um, exposing like this nasty gash around your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You look very intimidating. You look very powerful. And he grits his teeth as he digs his hook into the deck to begin to pull himself up again. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on now to an NPC slot. And actually, let's make this a friendly NPC slot first. Uh, Thank God. Liz, Nodos or Wendell? Who do you want to activate? I would
1: love if Wendell could, you know, redeem himself. That would be okay. awesome. Yeah,
0: he needs So it's going to work the same way that it did before. Okay. Uh, you're going to either be able to move this last uh, destiny point that you guys have right now. I won't right do now,
1: that. I probably won't.
0: And that I would make it. whatever you want him to do an automatic success. Mm-hmm. Or you could draw from the Luminary deck. Wait, wait, wait. Don't we have three more destiny points? Uh, no, the fish hook is bad. Uh, you started the game or you started like this new recording session at an even split. And Liz has so far used one of them.
2: Got it. Got it under control. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we might need that destiny, not fate point, whatever it is. So let's do a luminary.
0: Okay, cool. Hold on. First I'm going to pull up the luminary thing on my phone.
1: More like boo luminary. Why? Why? Why is that? Halloween. Because it's
2: Halloween. You get it, girl. I'm, you get it, girl. This, this won't be coming out. No, not this at all. coming out way later. This is going to be coming is out like at Christmas. <laughs>
5: Christmas
1: yeah. If we're lucky. The loom.
2: Oh, the loom. Short oh, for boy. luminary.
1: There we go. (laughs) The Luminary, like we
0: said. There's
2: also another one in there that's just the nary. (laughs) They ran out of ideas.
0: The loom is the symbol for all those who take pains to serve the ones they love, but it is also their jailer. It is the act of sacrifice that precedes the reward of gratitude, or in some bitter cases, work met with no acknowledgement. The loom symbolizes toil, obligation, and sacrifice. Narrative, the PCs will need to give something meaningful to hold on to what is important to them. It can also suggests there is a sacrifice being made for their own benefit that must be understood and appreciated to avoid tragic consequences.
4: It's crazy that Gable's gonna sacrifice from the fourth episode. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it. Um, what... So does that apply to Wendell? This applies
0: to Wendell, or it could apply to Nodo's. This applies to one of the friendly NPCs. I think
1: it's Wendell, for sure, but I don't know
4: what. He's brothers with the other other person, yeah.
1: Yes, I think it means the difference of who wins amongst the two of them. Like, one of them kills the other. But I don't know if the loom means that Wendell's sacrificing himself, or... If he's sacrificing his family ties
4: what, about, to kill his brother. What about both?
2: Oh, that could be cool. Mm. Him grabbing his brother and pulling them both off the side. Yeah, no. yeah. I think that
0: might be it. I think his brother Jeepers. starts to move in towards Gable mm-hmm. and Wendell lets out a mighty barbarian yell and runs and tackles his brother, grabbing him by the hips, uh, moving all the way across the deck. Diving gracefully over the edge.
3: Wendell, no!
2: That spiked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what do you mean? <laughs>
0: and now it's just you and Nodos on the deck with Fishhook.
1: No, no. Let's cut downstairs. <laughs> yeah, we're
0: going to cut downstairs uh, and we're going to cut downstairs to the NPC groups that are going because we've got another NPC slot up. Ooh. Um, so they are going to draw muskets and they are going to draw
2: fire really well. Mm-hmm. It's and, really hard because the neck is so long.
0: Yeah, It's so long <laughs> uh, and they are going to fire upon you too. These NPCs fail. They fail, but they create advantages. Uh, what I think happens is they draw their muskets and fire and they force the two of you into like a disadvantageous hiding spot. So each of you will also have a black die on the next action that you take. Okay. And we now
2: have a PC slot. Before we go with a PC slot, um, since uh, has finished his part of like what he yeah. thought he was going to do, was the plan to call back our birds and leave I think it was, right? The plan was not for our ship to come and engage. That was like a...
1: No. That was like a...
2: Yeah, So right. we were all... How were you two getting off? Was it still birds as well?
0: It could be birds. Also, uh, Nodo's did take a spear line down. So technically, like, somebody could grab that rope and cut it and be lifted off. And they'd be, like, dangling on the rope. And they'd have to get back up to the Uhuru, I assume, by people.
2: How, how oh, wait. The- so Nodo's boarded from the Uhuru? Yeah. So the Uhuru is here.
0: The Uhuru oh. is here, but far away. It's oh, like far up far above the ship and like Noto's fired either from one of the spear cannons Got or it. he threw his own spear. So
2: they haven't seen the Uhuru yet.
0: Yeah, they have not seen the Uhuru. It's it's like
1: it was dark. Uh, they might be able to see it now. Is the extractor like going to fly itself back to the ship or? The extractor will float
0: like basically free, and the Uhuru is going to have to get it. Okay, you've disabled the rudder of this ship, so it's not going to be able to steer um, without some major repairs. So yeah. you should have time to grab it and get out of there before they're able to. Okay. we can also spear it, pull it in. Yeah,
2: you know? if, yeah. You're, if you're
0: able to hook it. Too.
2: Uh, I just wanted to be because their ship is like continuing to go off, and the, the the other <clears throat> thing will just float there. So we'll come. We can like mark it and come back to it. Yeah. Um. But I also wanted to make sure. We all knew what our escape plan was because mm. that's the mi- my mission was to sabotage the rudder. Your mission was to steal the cargo. Your mm. mission was to cause havoc. And we right? had three
1: birds, so I assume like one bird per each like escape plan. I assume,
2: yeah. yeah. So I, we came yeah. on on one board bird. You came on on one bird, and you and, yeah. but you could always just cut, yeah, cut and go on that line that Nodos took.
4: Yeah, right? that's I think that's our safety. Now mm. that I am man again, can we fit on one bird? Which one did you? Eh. Probably yeah. you could do the albatross, because it's
2: huge. Okay. And, and me and uh, the captain fit on one bird on the way over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's probably not super comfortable, but yeah. yes.
4: No. Would we have a way to call the bird? I think that
1: part of it was that we learned how to fly the birds or, like, give commands. I think we,
4: I, I would have told you what the yeah. commands so are. Would I, so we can open up that door, push the cargo yeah. out, call a bird. Yeah. Pop, yeah. So yeah. we don't have to, like, get back up. Yeah, it. because yeah. they're at the, the huru, I okay. would assume.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, assume it's some sort of bird whistle.
4: Yeah, I
1: think yeah, the birds might
4: yeah. be actually flying around this ship yeah. right now. Yeah, you know, big birds. That's what we do, and they come.
1: Pop peas. Unless
4: you feel like you got something. No, no, nothing
5: in particular. I do. I do have one blue on my next roll. Oh, that's right. Okay, so. How many folks are down? How many baddies are down here in the... There are six here with you now, but wow. there is a possibility that more could
0: come into this room because they are coming through the stairwell, which you had
5: previously. The only thing preventing people
0: coming down was the fire that you yeah. had lit.
5: And that is not... That's not working anymore. All right. I feel like we need to just, like, get out. We, I need to try... Uh, so John is going to try again to get that door open, and I don't think he's got anything... Like up his sleeve outside of just truly just grabbing it and trying to like, you do
0: know that. Like from experience, there is a, ro- a rope pulley that you can pull that makes it a lot easier oh yeah, I guess that never went away, did it yeah <laughs> the, the only issue that you have right now is you're sort of pinned down by enemy fire and they also are in possession of presumably what is a valuable object that they 've been protecting right now you 've got a bunch of random cargo that Travis was able to hook up to the extractor and you 've got a ton of feather
4: weave that they just had in this hold, but that box is like the other special piece of cargo do do you want me to go first to like distract them and get them off of you yeah that'd be great sure (laughs) um am i am i fully man again or am i still half pup
0: you're you're still kind of uh well i did say the sun was up i'm gonna say that two minute transformation is over
4: um so i have a slug pistol yeah i would like to attempt to shoot one of the bad men all right you hit it with a little slug
3: and it's super
4: gross.
1: James got jokes. Uh. Um, but the boy, crawls, does their
3: skin look good. Yeah, it looks real good.
2: The, the slug sorry. crawls in its ear and now you can control it and it's a hork <laughs> animal.
4: My finger was covered. It's actually a Korean slug mass. Mm. Mm, delicious.
2: Finger, what was your
3: finger covering?
2: Korean,
4: Korean, Korean mass.
2: <laughs> well, I never saw your finger before, but it's fucked up how yeah, you have that missing middle one. joint.
1: <laughs> we to need a Chinese to go to the Tiny
4: font, too. Tiny font. So small. What is the difficulty on that? Uh, that is going to be... They're, they're at... Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're at medium range. Is that two still? That's two. Okay. okay. So I just roll the dice that I have and then the difficulty plus my blue, correct? Plus a black. Plus a, What's the black for? Because you were pinned down by their fire earlier. Gotcha. Okay. I'm just not used to shooting guns. I'm used to <laughs> hiding and crying. Or seducing.
0: Yeah, wow. I believe if we remember the last campaign, Johnny played... Wrist? <laughs>
3: yes.
0: <laughs> what Last are, campaign. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are these? Uh, those are disadvantages.
4: Those are threats. Gotcha. So um, – And they're the opposite of the little Star Trek symbols. So I have – Four successes and two threats. Oh, dang. Boy. Hell yeah. Um, do I crit on that? You, have you can. Crit on f- uh, four, wait, four advantages? Four, four advantages, advantages. yeah. Gotcha.
0: So you don't crit on that, you just do a ton of damage.
4: Uh, six what,
0: Six damage. Six damage, so it's plus a four, so you're doing ten damage right now. Excellent. Um, Shia.
4: And these are minions, correct? You can tell by their yes, yellow skin They're their yellow bodies okay. and... <laughs> They're little
1: goggles.
4: (laughs) And they're always going on about
0: bananas. (laughs) Um... Let's see. Oh, I hate it. So you actually mm. killed two people with this if, shot.
1: With four? He only kills two?
0: So yeah, he he got That's four of... successes, oh, okay. um, which makes 10 damage. Uh, they have a soak of one, oh. and uh, each one has four hit points. So yeah, he's going to take out two with this. And the, the weapons that you have, again, this is like a very large and heavy revolver. Mm-hmm. So this does carry some disadvantages. So you're going to be putting yourself in a precarious position or you're going to be sacrificing like something tertiary that's important like you could be losing one of the cargo boxes or something like that or just putting yourself at risk. And it doesn't have to be Travis going, I'm intentionally going to put myself at risk. It can be like, oh, actually, this is more dangerous than I thought it was.
4: Well, can, can, I mean, sort of what I wanted to do was get them to attack me instead anyway. Mm -hmm. So can they just all be coming for me now? Yeah. Yeah. Just all direct their attacks at me. Yeah. I I think, uh, so you were like hidden behind one of the
0: cargo crates. Jonnet, we, we get a shot of Jonnet, like looking over at the rope that controls the mechanism for the door. And like you've noticed him looking at that, so when you get his attention, you basically say, "You know, wait for my move," and then you run out. And what does what does John look like when he m- like just shoots these people down?
4: I don't know. Ask Tyler. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. What is,
0: <laughs> it's because your name is Johnny. What does Travis look like when he guns these people down?
4: Uh, I think he kind of, the way he holds his gun is kind of the way that Voldemort holds his wand. <laughs> very, like, very, like, uh, kind of lazy. Um, also stands up very straight and just holds his arm out and, like, stands to the side, you know? Like, yeah. proper, but also, like... <laughs> What a, what a bore
0: yeah yeah oh i like that and the recoil from a gun like this would be absurd mm-hmm. and i think that like kind of lazy disinterested style is actually like something where you're taking advantage of that recoil to like aim your next shot like, yeah the, the gun whirls back and you whirl it around in the other direction curling your arm in a crazy way and you get off the second shot uh taking out two people at once they are now training their attention on you they were using muskets so they're in close proximity now they're going to be moving in on you with bayonets sure so they start to converge on you but it is still let's see nope it is an npc slot now uh so they are going to converge on you and they're going to attack but uh, <laughs> because you killed some of them have these npcs is-
2: already gone this round though because they, didn't they shoot their muskets at Tyler or at Jonna and Miss?
0: I technically have more NPC slots. Like, oh, God. One it, of the problems, there's 100 people on this yeah, ship.
1: So there's um, these, there's yeah. just like more NPC there's slots. Gotcha, they're different, gotcha. different people, same slots.
0: <laughs> you can say that again. All right. <laughs> Man, these NPCs are... Fucking it up? Yeah, they're hitting really consistently. So this is going to do some damage, um, but it's also a threat. So you're going to have Johnny a Blue die to whatever you do next. Okay. Um, and we'll work out why in a second. They are going to do... Seven damage. Woof. So that is reduced by your soak. So, very um, fancy man. So, yeah, they, they move in and, like, this doesn't need to be them actually, like, taking meat out of your body. <laughs> this is, like, the effort that, they're, that you're having to expend dodging them. So, like, they violently stab at you with these bayonets. Uh, what does it look like as you avoid them?
4: Well, I think it's kind of that similar sort of, like, lazy sort of dodging where they'll, like you know go and they are i guess they're nicking my shoulder my arms probably but it's just kind of like like a a lazy dance almost
0: i love it there's a french martial art i can't remember the name of it that was actually developed on ships uh it's primarily kicking based and the idea uh no 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 no, that's brazilian
3: that's
0: not a Uh, thing so no Uh, crab manga so (laughs) it was
5: (laughs) Crab (laughs) manga.
0: Actually, I'm sorry. We're gonna have to spend the rest of the podcast exploring crab manga. I want to die. It's it's a French martial art uh, developed aboard ships. The idea being ships were unstable and always moving, so you would shift your weight with the shifting ground beneath you, and you would take advantage of that to like emphasize your kicks. And I feel like that's an element of what we're seeing uh, from Travis here. So he's moving with the deck in a very fluid way keeping his balance in some impossible situations uh but it's not exactly easy and one of the bayonets like as it's missing him i think like nicks part of his arm Just- he looks annoyed uh it's called savat yeah savat huh. so we are going to cut over to Janet.
5: okay so Janet, exchange that look Travis then takes off into his gun dance. Jonnet is like very impressed, but quickly focuses back up and he's going to pretty much take like a huge leap, grab that rope and try and like use his weight. And all I think the... it moves easily with your weight and that door opens up. Great. Um, um, he's going to take a second and like just like wrap it around something like a, a beam nearby yeah. and just like keep it open and then. I guess he's going to, how far away is he from, what would you say, what would you say is closer, the baddies or the cargo?
0: Uh, So the baddies have the cargo. Um, Well, okay. Oh, you mean the extractor?
5: Yeah. The extractor is definitely closer to you. Okay. I'm going to uh, take aim at the guy who's got the box. Awesome. The main main cargo we need. Box guy. Boxman. Um, The boxer.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Gerald Boxmer.
5: So I need a... He
0: is a human
5: with a boxer dog's head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Donna didn't notice that before. And yeah. as he like lined up his crosshairs, he's like... Ah, oh. ah. <laughs> what am I rolling against?
0: Uh, it's going to be two purple. Oh, Or actually...
5: Oh, move. I also have a black die.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it's one purple. You can be in close range with him now because he did move to open up the doors. Mm-hmm.
5: X's or no's. Mm-hmm. Okay. X's are, are, are failures, and that they're opposed Swing. to like the little stars. Swap. All right, two successes. Two successes. He did excellent. It. So, what is the damage on your gun? Damage on my gun is six. Six.
0: Okay, wow. plus two. That's eight. Damn. So. That Because you targeted a minion group, you actually have the opportunity to take out two as well. Wow. Okay, great. So it could be two people carrying this chest.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Or one bullet going through two people.
0: That's
5: exactly what I wanted to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, Jon, it, fastened it to a beam, gets on the other side of the beam, and then just like... Wait, hang on. Because the gun was on the floor. Oh, that's Because he right. dropped it. What does that do?
0: If you want guy? to make a coordination roll... Uh, we can do. dial this back, and if you succeed on a—you're doing a lot of things. I'm yes, going I to am. say this is going to be you're a to take three, purple die, three okay. purple die coordination roll. This is you jumping onto the rope to open up the door. It will leave you right down on the ground
5: uh, to grab your
0: firearm, and you have <laughs> to dash across floor to a
5: pillar and oh, shoot no, two people Actually, at the same you know time. what? I'm not even going to do the dashing. It's just like he just grabs it, falls down on the ground, grabs it, and then bam, bam. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Bam Bam from the Flintstones.
2: From the Flintstones and shows up. And
5: kills Bam Bam. And he's like, oh, no. what?
2: Oh. What was the little alien from the Flintstones? Gizmo? The, great the Great Gazoo. 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 The Great gazoo. <laughs> I get him. You fool.
0: I actually can't remember Gazoo's voice. That's probably it. Yeah, that's close <laughs> enough.
4: Dum <laughs> dum. Dumb dumb. He does say dumb dumb. I was never a fan of the Great Gazoo. No, He sucked. He
5: was like okay, a scrappy so do. of One success on the coordination. Su- trip. Hey, you nailed it.
0: So yeah, th- this happens. You do pull off this complicated maneuver where you are using your weight to open the door, which is also you're using it to rappel down and grab your gun. And then you get off these two desperate shots, like sort of while the rope is bouncing you back, drawing you up into the air. And I think like you end on the ground uh, yeah. with your pistol up. But the two red feather erranders who were carrying the box dropped to the ground dead. There is only one person left with you in this room, and we now cut over
2: to Dref. Okay, so Dref is currently, like, you know, finishing puking his guts out on the floor. This whole room is covered in uh, gore, viscera, bone, blood, and bile. The captain is standing, (laughs) dripping with this stuff. Uh, (laughs) No other negative effects. Uh, currently has a... uh, Pretty good sized slice, uh, in his chest from where a, uh, sword completely pierced him. Dref is, wants to get out of here now. So he is going to, um, give the, uh, captain a new command. And this is his, um, he, the captain has like basically attack and defend. Mm-hmm. And this is his defend command, uh, which is just to protect Dref as Dref tries to make his way back up the stairwell. Um, so this should be a pretty easy thing to do. Because the captain knows this one. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, So it is a triumph and two advantages on that, on the command to do that. So I think uh, what I want the, the – the, normally like the defend uh, command is the captain kind of just like clearing a path for, for Dref to leave. But somehow, through this, like, uh, connection that he has formed with uh, the the captain, the captain kind of reacts to the the situation in a way that, like, kind of belays, like, some understanding, which is very odd. Ooh, ooh. And picks Dref up, but, you know, who's, who's currently just, like, dry heaving. Like, uh, just
0: scoops him up in his arms? Like a kitty!
2: <clears throat> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> less, like, so one thing that since the captain um, has been zombified, Dref has been, like, reinforcing his, like, muscle mass and things like that, mm-hmm. so... The captain has, like, alarmingly weird, like, strength that you wouldn't associate with a human. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he basically takes, like, one of his big, like, hands, puts it on the back of Dref's coat. And also, Dref is, like, a little waif of a fop of a dandy. Like, he weighs, <laughs> he weighs nothing. Uh, but he, like, picks Dref up uh, by, like, the back of his coat mm-hmm. and kind of, like, pulls Dref, like, on his shoulder. Oh. And then starts marching, like, up uh, onto the uh, above deck to, like, take him off the ship.
1: Oh, we cool. All are y'all going all the way up?
2: Uh, well. We're four floors down right now. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Is there a better... Uh, maybe I could roll you're, a knowledge not, check. I don't think
1: you're
0: four floors down. So I, I think the...
2: Wherever. I don't... Yeah. yeah you tell us where the, we are. The way
0: this ship works, there is this sort of like outer staircase that oh. goes out behind the ship oh, uh, so that you can oh. maintain that rudder. That's good. So you, you've you just sort of gone down that staircase and now like moving up because Dref is right now on the captain's shoulders. I think he's up high enough to see onto the deck.
5: Oh,
2: okay, oh. cool. I guess I can roll a perception. Mike Dref is not equipped to do a perception, but can I roll a perception to kind of get a lay of like what has been going on For on the deck? Sure. Uh, so this is, what's the difficulty here?
0: I think it's going to be... Did you bring your glasses?
2: He Always. He's got that little, whatever, uh, the wraparound thing. No. Yeah. So you're
0: just trying to get the lay of the land. I think it is going to be two purple, but you are also going to have a black because you are just the sickest little boy. Oh yeah,
2: I'm just absolutely sick. You're the sickest wave of a fop of a dandy. <laughs> wow, that's oh no, it's not. That's uh, a one one uh um one advantage. One advantage. Uh oh, you know what? I did get two advantages on that uh oh, yeah. magic yeah, roll. Can I right. throw so, a blue dice in there? Yeah, you can definitely right. throw This a blue won't do anything, but uh, that is, is just more advantages. advantages. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I, it is a, uh, uh, failure. It's actually two failures and I, oh no, that's two failures and four advantages.
0: So yeah, a two failures, four advantages. So you don't see anything going on on deck.
2: Okay. So uh, I know what my advantage is though. What's that? Um, my bird, mm-hmm. uh, who is f- f- circling the ship sees me. Mm-hmm. So the bird is like, I, before I even have to call it, uh, uh, The bird is, like, already coming towards us. And
0: which bird is going to be
2: yours? So it's the one that I flew on the ship flew over on the, you
0: know the three birds are right now kind of yeah. circling the ship so it doesn't have to be the one you flew over okay, okay. cool
2: so uh, what uh what's what are my options liz uh, there is a
1: you've got lucas the peacock you've got metatron the red-tailed hawk and then you've got flea which is the albatross
2: i think right. it's i think it's gonna be flea i yeah. think it's gonna be flea the albatross which is the biggest of the birds and flea sees us and we want to flee so uh mm-hmm. flea like starts coming down towards us he gets it
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Flea Flea goes right over to you. And I think it's the sort of thing where the captain steps up on to like the railing of the ship and Dref is just like no 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 no,
2: no, no. he takes a step off and you scream oh yes <laughs> I'm you... on his shoulders as he lands <laughs> on fleas that is Us, awesome uh,
5: Travis and I in the in this sh- the deck of the ship just here like, ah! <laughs> uh, what, what's awesome about that is that <laughs> I failed
2: my perception check so I didn't know what the f- <laughs> fuck was going on I I didn't see Flea. Flea saw us. and mm-hmm. Flea saw the captain <laughs> stepping so off the ship. For all you know
1: is like, oh... I'm going to die. The captain is just going to jump off
2: the ship. Well, also the captain didn't see flea either. So yes, the captain was. Like, that's just another thing that I have to like. Well, you be... don't
1: know that the captain
2: did. That's like... true. That's true. I don't know that the I... The captain's dead. So I have to keep reminding myself that the captain's dead. and I have to give him more specific
4: commands. Or else things like this will happen. Every command is a monkey puck. <laughs>
0: Hey heroes, this is James, your game master, and you are listening to the Skyjacks onboarding feed. This is a version of the Campaign Skyjacks podcast, edited to be easier to binge. The unrelated bonus episodes from our old campaign and old mid-rolls have been removed. Also, between arcs, we have summaries of the events of the show, so you can jump in where you like and catch up quickly. This feed is updated periodically and in batches. If you started here and can't wait for more, head over to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Campaign Skyjacks. There are over 170 episodes of Skyjacks waiting for you. You'll find them behind the 140-some episodes of our Star Wars campaign that we started with. Also, consider subscribing to Skyjacks Courier's Call, our all-ages spinoff show. Happy listening and take flight, heroes!
4: Anyway, thanks again for listening friends. This is Casey Tony signing off saying, gosh dang, I can't wait to get back to this show.
0: So that brings us back to the top of the initiative. Uh, I've got one dude left uh, in these groups of minions. Uh, He is going to try and run away to get reinforcements. He, I think, needs to make a coordination roll.
4: So now that Dref is gone, do we lose a PC slot? I'm not gone yet. I'm just on a bird.
0: (laughs) Uh but yeah, he, he would you he would okay. lose the PC. Might as well be. Because the PC is lo- leaving combat. Uh he is successful. So he gets up and he, he like managed to get away uh from from you, uh Travis, and he scrambles over to the door. He calls up we need reinforcements. We need reinforcements and now we've got a PC slot. Jonet shoots him. <laughs> Jonet shoots him. Yes. Interesting.
1: Here's the thing. Uh, had had you killed anyone before today? Adam? Yeah, yeah, I've, oh yeah. He's yeah. definitely okay, like, yeah. and
5: that that was actually implied earlier because okay. he like brutally slit the I throat a of man like, in, in the man and the throat when we landed on the ship.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I think
0: yeah, I think Jonnet has it might be recent to murders mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like i think he was thrust pretty viciously into the life of murdering and we're gonna find
5: that out as we look into his past yeah. later on his murder yeah. past yep. his murder past murder city population jonnet yeah i'm going to uh one what's... purple against your ranged great he's gonna death. he's gonna die he's gonna die three successes and one advantage
1: wow 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 wow, wow. wow.
5: wow. wow. jonnet um, has had a nerf Yeah. Where do you shoot this guy? He's like, uh, we need reinforcements. We we need reinforcements. We need nothing. He's like through the brain. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Some blood splatters in the wall. He slumps down. Uh, You can hear heavy boots moving down those stairs. You do still have uh, a move uh, maneuver left. I
5: run up to the box and it's like, like, Travis, we got to go. Go. <laughs> All right. Do I have
0: movement enough to get out? So you, I think you're over by the box. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna need another PC slot. And yeah. We'll sure. have you guys get out on Travis's turn. There is another NPC slot. Well, no, actually, no. That NPC slot is gone because he got tackled off the side of the boat. Swamp. Yeah. I'm going to have Gable.
1: You're up. Can I? Have Nodos do a thing or is that not? You not can
0: definitely show. have Nodos do a thing. I think this is probably going to be the last round of I
1: this think scene. So. I've got – th- I think I'd like to do- – I, t- I would love if Nodos could sp- – Pin the captain somewhere, either on the mast or on the ground or something. Just yeah, you to, like, can have that. Disable him. Go
0: off without any trouble if you just use mm-hmm. this here. Do you all anticipate Destiny we're going to need that? You know, I I don't know. I I think again, this is the last round that I foresee happening. Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm going to say yes
0: cool: So Nodos, uh, who was like sort of taken out of the fight earlier, fires one of his spears across the ship, uh, and you can see it scrape the back and the arm of Fish Hook, uh, mm-hmm. and he is pinned onto the mast that you are next to right now.: Give him damage. Me. Okay, so he is pinned down. It is going to be two blue dice to attacks against him because he is, his movement is very restricted right now. Gosh, wow. I think Nodo's pinned the arm that like holds his anchor, mm-hmm. um, and the only free arm he has is his hook.
2: Okay, Is Nodo's also affected by the drowning right now?
0: Yes. Uh, no, Nodo's was not close enough to you oh, guys to be
2: affected by the fabulous.
0: drowning.
1: Fabulous, fabulous. Then my turn? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do a bad thing and i would like to roll first to see if i'm well first i'm going to draw my broadsword yes
0: and so you're gonna have to describe drawing this final fantasy ass or no the broadsword yeah okay
1: that's it that's the the, the,
4: the great sword
1: great sword the great sword
4: is Franz Fishhook a nemesis? Yes. Okay.
0: What's the difference? Nemesis. Are you uh, game,
4: list. <laughs> No, no. We'll, we'll discuss it later.
0: It, it, it's not important right okay. now. Okay. Um, so yeah, describe drawing this Final Fantasy as Great Sword, and please, because the audience has not seen your back with this injury and this torn shoulder, please describe your shoulder. Okay.
1: What I imagine is where Gable is, the sun is coming up, or is up. Mm -hmm. The sun is shining directly on this copper mask that they've been wearing to the point where it just looks like a beam of light and it's shining right in the captain's face. Seeing that there really are no other combatants in the area and seeing that their enemy is basically pinned down Gable is going to take their time here because... They're somewhat detached at this point, to the point they're starting to forget why they were here in the first place. So yeah. Gable very slowly takes off their mask, so Franz has a full view of their face. They don't unsheath the great sword just yet; they take it from the sheath from around their neck, put it on the ground, and begin to peel off their big black coat. Yeah, and as such, very slowly pulling it over their injured shoulder. Where they're just wearing a, um, really, honestly, it's just a tube top mm-hmm. because um, there's really no reason for a tunic and it was mostly torn off anyway. After that's done, like seeing a shoulder that's bled and man- mangled, Gable picks up the great sword and begins to slowly unsheathe it.
0: While Gable is unsheathing this great sword, we can see behind them, like entrapped in the cargo net, because I think they fell when the ship was like riding itself, mm-hmm. is the bishop from the Church of the Slain God. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of peeking up, like we can see from behind their mask what they're seeing, and they are seeing the back of Gable's shoulder. Would you like to describe that to the audience?
1: On Gable's back, at first glance, all you see first are a bunch of sailor's tattoos. They're very spindly, a lot of words, a lot of faded designs that you can tell have been gathered over the course of many, many years, decades old, even though Gable doesn't seem to be as old as they would be. All of these are faded, so much so that you can tell that it's almost unnatural, that things just can't stay on Gable's skin. Mm-hmm. Because these tattoos were placed there to distract from two vertical scars, not just scars, they're full on gashes that never healed. It was as if you get a cut that you never got stitches for. They're very, very deep in like a vertical equals sign along their shoulder blades. And they're so deep, you wonder how they survived whatever wound and how their
0: arms could like move after that
1: how is that how that's even possible gable stretches their arms with one broadsword in hand both arms out and then prepares for a very fatal blow all right roll this attack okay so i've i need two more blues it's all it's only uh two blue dice. No, but I get uh, I'm dualist advantage.
0: Uh so in which case upgrade one of your dice. So this is heavy melee. So that would be This is against two purple
1: three successes and two advantages.
0: Yeah. Three successes, two advantages. What is the crit on your greatsword? Two. Two. So You can spend those two advantages to perform a critical attack. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So here is what I'm going to do. I will move a fate point uh, back from my column into yours. And you mentioned earlier that Gable was sort of like fading into violence. They've almost forgotten why they are here. And like they've taken like this ceremonial time to unsheathe this great sword. And as they pull the great sword out, there's that... And, like, the sound doesn't stop. It sounds almost like singing as the sword moves through the air. Gable moves the sword with an ease and grace that should be impossible. Even for someone as physically imposing and as strong as Gable is, something this large should not be able to move that quickly. We cut to Gable's gray eyes, and they dilate. And that dilation starts to take up to the point where it looks like Gable has no iris and then to the point that gable has no whites to their eyes either gable's voice calls out in a yell um, and that yell harmonizes with a sound coming from the sword and it sounds for a moment like a choir and we cut to franz's perspective as this sword is swinging down we can see at the base of it something tease up and then as the voice harmonizes with the blade, it spills out over the sword a waving, burning fire. Then we hear the impact of a heavy blade slamming down on rotting desiccated flesh as Franz Fishhook's good arm is separated from his body as well as a good chunk of his shoulder. He falls to the ground. You could see that he was trying to stop this blade coming in with with his hook arm. Uh, The hook caught your blade and then got cut in half as his arm was separated from his body mm-hmm. and he was mumbling something in that language that horrible language that he spoke his drowning spell in earlier and that filled you with rage and you felt that radiate through your being as you brought that sword down and then the violence is gone suddenly Once more, you are Gable. The Gable that you have been on this ship for this many years. Your senses return, and you realize what's exposed.
1: So I didn't kill
0: him? But he's... Out of this combat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is
0: out of this combat. You
1: wanted to cleave him in two. I'll, no, I wanted his head off.
0: <laughs> I know you wanted his head off. This is so when Johnny was alluding to someone being an adversary earlier, this is a privilege that adversaries get. When you kill them, I decide whether or not they are dead. Okay. Uh, Franz Fishhook has been defeated because, like, what is the damage on that sword? Four. Plus four, so that's... Four and, and plus like, three is seven. So seven yeah. and plus your hits. So I think you had two successes, right? Yes. So that's like nine damage total that you're doing, mm-hmm. and it was a critical hit. So like, this dude is defeated. Um, yeah. Uh, that is not an issue. Uh, it's just, I will decide, what, decide when he dies, okay. and he may be important to me later. <laughs> but you have dealt him a blow that should have killed a normal person, and he is also on fire.
4: We can see...
0: (laughs) we can see his body on the ship gold and silver flames tease at this massive wound that has been dealt to him and he is writhing screaming you can see like you've realized your coat is gone you're holding a sword the flames are receding from the blade and you can hear the screaming of the bishop behind you Mm -hmm. they are like holding their holy symbol and like screaming something in in that language that you know well Mm -hmm. Uh, so like suddenly your senses have returned. Yeah. What do you do?
1: Uh okay. I whirl around, I see the bishop, and I very quickly come to my senses and sheath my sword and rush over to him because i want to throw him over the side
0: awesome i don't even think we need rolls here and i think because the big bad has been defeated mm-hmm. we can drop you out of initiative like so you've sheathed your sword you put that back uh i feel like i haven't put the coat back on because yeah. that's kind
1: of a lost cause at this point
0: i feel like you picked up the coat and you slung it over a shoulder mm-hmm. as you walk over to this bishop you bend down and pick him up he is babbling at you and we can as the audience we get some translation of what he's saying fallen one cursed deserter those are all coming through as he's talking at you and you drag him across the ship as Mm -hmm. he is shouting these things and you bring him over to the side holding him over the edge
1: yeah I, i bring him up and i hold him deliberately so he gets a good look at my face and i say to him tell everybody and i throw them he falls
0: tell everyone so I think you're assuming that he lives
2: for some
1: No, no oh. I'm not assuming I don't know oh that's right oh okay I like that
2: yeah you're saying tell everyone I was here and then kill you yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah no no I, I get it now uh, mm. tell everyone and then we see him fall screaming like all of the horrible things that you could say to an angel who is cast down And then we cut back below deck because that's the last big thing that we have to deal with before we do the scenes of y'all escaping. So there are reinforcements headed down those stairs. Travis, you're up.
4: Uh, Yeah, I just want to shove this box out the out the door. Yeah, so the box is
0: disconnected from the extractor right now. You and Jonnet have the box uh,
4: together with you. It's disconnected? They cut it free oh, right, 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 as they yeah, took yeah. it. Yeah, so can I use my move to like to start reattaching? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, within a couple moments, like you hook around, you tie a firm knot, uh, securing that to the extractor. And I think with your action, you can just move that extractor off the ship. What, what does it look like? <laughs>
4: So I think it's kind of a cherry picker. It, <laughs> I, I think it looks like a skyjack. Aha! Uh-huh. It looks like it's just sort of—it's like a, a crumpled parachute, kind mm-hmm. of attached to the top. And then I think as soon as we push it out, it'll sort of expand really quickly. Well, you need yeah. to set it on
0: fire to get that feather weave oh, yeah. going.
4: Do we? Shoot it. I, that's what I thought, Shoot too. Shoot it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'll just grab an oil lamp. There it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah, you've that, that oil lamp that we set up earlier that mm-hmm. you used one of your advantages to create. <laughs> All right. The maiden flight. And I grab an oil lamp, smash it on the feather weave,
5: and, like, shove it out. Are we are are we just letting it go? Are we gonna be on it? Are we just trying to get to? Oh it? yeah,
0: you could jump
5: on it, but you do still have a bird right uh, that can pick y- you up. So
4: I think we push it out, and it hasn't fully like expanded yet. So it just falls, and then we hear like a, <clears throat> and then we see it rise back up in front of the door,
0: and you can see <clears throat> the dancing blood red patterns of the feather weave as the fire licks across it, lifting it into the air.
4: Shall we? I, uh, I believe we shall. Uh, and then I just want to... reaches his
5: hand out to grab Travis's hand.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> He's uh, holding for
4: it. I grab his hand, uh, pull him in front of me, shove him on the <laughs> back, <laughs> and then, uh, much more gracefully jump behind him. <laughs> and which bird do you land on? Uh, well, I thought we were gonna take the albatross, so, w- what do we have left? There's the yeah, peacock, peacock and the, the red-tailed hawk. hawk. Oh, the peacock. I'm so glad that you chose the peacock. Fancy boys. Mm.
0: Mm.
2: And I The think... peacock was the mystery bird for this episode. <laughs> so what have they won? I think a Toyota Yaris.
4: <laughs> oh, no. The Yaris
2: comes not Housk equipped. <laughs> it's a two-door Yaris.
4: So I think that the bird first like swoops down because I think John is kind of freaking out. So the yeah. bird swoops down and grabs him by the shoulders. Yes. And then I sort of gracefully land on its back.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. And, and you float off as the peacock it does like it's weird peacock scream into the air like meow yeah they've got well they can also they have a the sound that they can make that sounds like a screaming human yeah it's very strange the the peacock (gasps) drifts off and we cut back on the top deck of the ship where nodos is standing behind gable
1: i turn to nodos kind of realizing that he's still there i turn to him and say. I need some help. And I collapse. (laughs)
5: Dang.
0: Uh, Notos. So big. Yeah. Notos like struggles under your weight. (laughs) You did seem too strong. And he like holds you close to himself as he struggles to like move your body away from the edge of the ship. And the only thing that he can think to do is uh, like go back to his spear and like lash you guys to his spear so that you can just like be cut adrift but as he is struggling to move your body across <clears throat> we can hear uh, the shouts of men who are now pouring oh. onto the top Dang. deck of the ship nodos's spear is on the other side of the deck he's got his arms full of you and you have passed out he is preparing himself to meet death and then sc- uh the call of what is the name metatron the call of the metatron Metatron. the voice of god it pierces through the air and you can see like these two big talons just grab up both you and nodos and with several mighty beats of its wings it manages to pull away from the side of the ship as we can see it is laboring under immense weight It could carry Gable. It could carry Nodos. It could carry them both together, no problem. It labors because in its beak is the bleeding and badly wounded form of Wendell Bard. Oh, what? If you had chosen Metatron uh, earlier when you were picking your bird, I don't think the peacock would have been able to save Wendell, but the red-tailed hawk definitely was. So it pulls away from the ship. And we now cut to. I think I want Dref to witness this more okay. than anyone else, because <laughs> uh, you were the one you were the one that escaped first. You getting your bearings. It's terrifying being on a bird. Generally, it's terrifying yeah. being on top of the zombie. You're you're covered in gore and viscera and vomit. Today is not your favorite day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But like resting on and also like because the captain like has you up on his shoulders, I think some pressure is on your stomach. It also just doesn't feel great where you are right now. But you're looking down. You're looking down on that horrible ship that you are fleeing. You can see A flaming bright red object that is your extractor is drifting in the air. So you know that has worked well. You can see a pure white peacock uh, that appears to have uh, someone on its back. So that looks like that's gone well. And you can see, although it's under labored flapping, this red-tailed hawk moving away from the ship, it looks like all is well. And you can actually see, oh, look, the enemy ship has started to list that's good they're actually listing quite a bit it looks like it might even capsize and then cannon doors open on the side of the ship that's an odd thing for people to do just as they are about to sink and the ship stops listing and holds in that capsize position you manage to spike fully half of the cannons on the ship so There is a 50% chance Uh. that they have readied the wrong side to fire shot at the Uhuru, which is currently floating above. Oh, no. Uh, Oh,
1: no. So... I need somebody to
0: let's see here.
1: Are just flipping coins. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I think we should
0: flip a coin no. of some variety.
4: We can do odds and evens.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do odds
4: and evens the and
0: Stevens. We could do odds and evens of uh Oh, sure.
1: Numbers of cards. So these are uh, Illumat uh, brand cards that we are indeed using. Illumat, a game for friends. A game for friends.
4: Wait, what? Are, we never decided. Oh, yeah, you got to decide. <laughs> no, <laughs> I should money. decide. You, you've <laughs> already seen it? Oh. Yeah. So what is... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Johnny pulls it.
2: Johnny pulls it. He knows. I say... No, 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 no. You just pull it and look at it. <laughs> now we read his face
5: <laughs> and we decide... You gotta use that group mind. And so we decide. Are we picking We're odds or odds evens? Yeah. And so we, you have to unanimously agree on odds and evens. Yeah. What do we think? What do we think? Oh boy.
0: Okay. Johnny is communicating to you right I now. I
1: think it's evens.
2: Huh. Evens is good or evens is bad? I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's if, evens. If
0: you line up with Johnny's card, it's going to be good.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Evens. Okay. Evens. Evens.
4: Evens. Evens. My friends.
2: It's odd. No, it's, a, no, it's, it's wait. Both. It's a it's both. Oh, it's both. <laughs> it's got a demon card this shit. I oh, won. I love it. That's right. That's right.
3: Johnny, the one card. The that one you card can that's pick. two cards. Oh,
0: yeah. The one card that's two cards.
4: I <laughs> no. love
2: this. This is wow. insane. It's was a both. it's a fool. We couldn't lose.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I only saw the one too. I think we
2: couldn't lose or we could only lose. I
0: think this advantages you as much as it possibly could hell yeah so yeah. uh yeah because because you got both odds and even like you, you drew the one card that was beyond fate <laughs> so
2: beyond- if you're not familiar with illimat there's a card that is both worth a one and a 14 depending on how you play it uh and that is the card that johnny drew it's
1: both <laughs> odd and even it exists nowhere else yeah uh
0: so the cannon this is on the cannon side uh that the unspiked cannon side however it was really just two rows that were unspiked so in doing that they expected all cannons to fire only Uh. the bottom cannons fire it's unbalanced and you can hear ringing out through the air the sound of the heart bell as the ship just been disturbed by i'd say like 20 cannons firing, jerking this ship in the air. And part of the ropes that bind the sail to the ship tear. It opens up. The hot air that keeps the feather weave hot, keeping the ship aloft, gets released. And that ship starts to sink. Oh. And it starts to sink faster and faster and faster. Dref, unbelievably to you. This is something that only you happened to be looking at. You don't know how to explain it exactly. You feel like you might even been hallucinating, but it looks as though the water beneath has risen to grab and claim the civility and pull it down:
3: No, yeah, he was hallucinating that <laughs> that could possibly happen.
0: <laughs> and that's the episode
4: for <laughs>
0: We return once again to the audition table for the crew of the Uhuru, and another person steps off the line. This person is decorated in an incredibly elaborate costume of an Erinner. They have a long jacket with lots of frills and sequins on it. They have a tremendous hat with a huge feather plume sticking out of the top. They also have impeccably manicured facial hair and nails. They cross over to the table to drop off their headshot and resume with a flourish, placing it delicately on the table with a bow. They move back to the stool and take a seat.
3: And and who do we um, have here?
1: Xavier Dufresne. Well, good morning. Good morning to you. I must say, your outfit is lovely, but it seems as if... Are you an errander? Have you... Uh, I, I, I feel like you look like someone who I should know, but not quite. Like, mm. there's something a little bit off.
0: Yes, yes. I'm glad you noticed. Uh, I am not an errander.
4: I am... Okay, next.
0: Next. Mm-hmm, next, mm-hmm, indeed.
1: Mm-hmm. Did it not say no experience necessary? I'm not familiar with our listing.
3: Uh, I am, and it did indeed say that. That was a mistake that I had printed up uh, several times, but we do have to honor the mistake.
0: Indeed. I don't have any practical Aaroner experience, but I have for the last several years been the lead performer at the local skyjacks themed dinner theater. (gasps) No. Yes.
1: Airship Times
0: Indeed I am at Airship oh, Times Wait
1: are you, you are, are you the green aerner I am the green <laughs> No eriner. Oh he's my favorite Oh uh, you have seen one of my shows I have You know sometimes that they they let a raccoon out and the 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 handler the raccoon handler just does raccoon tricks for 30 minutes mm, it's delightful yes.
4: When it, I go I bang the dishes together even though you're not supposed to. You're
3: not
0: supposed to do that. I like to
3: scare the animals and see how the actors react. No. (laughs) Every time I go, uh, uh, they uh, sit everyone in a section devoted to the color of your Aaroner, and I uh, politely tell the serving staff that they have placed me in a section with no airiner and they do not bring me food, uh, they do not bring me any beverages. I try to uh, uh, voice my concerns, and uh, the lights in my section are turned off.
0: Uh, we are going for a particular mood and atmosphere at the theater yes. so not all patrons uh fit that and uh they can actually degrade the experience for other people watching if they're sat too close
3: i tried to sit in the red air intersection no, and no no and a, no. a, a no. man sat on top of me for the duration of the show
1: oh <laughs> I have a question. Are the Duke and Duchess, what are they like backstage? Oh. They seem like so much fun, but I know that there must be gossip.
3: They were fun
0: before the breakup. <gasps> no. Yes. No. Yes.
1: I, the illusion is shattered. I can't go again. Ah!
0: I have uh, never seen true love portrayed, but I can tell you that the fire between those two was very real. You cannot fake that. And now that it's gone, <laughs> The Duke and the Duchess are nothing, Ugh. which is one of the reasons that I am brought here. I do not feel that the work of my fellow actors is rising to my level. And I figure it's time that I go out and do the real thing.
3: Would you mind uh, cold reading a few uh, 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 situations? Uh, we can do an im prompt to uh, improvisation uh, with uh, uh, situations you may encounter uh, uh, as a crew member on the uh- Uhuru. Should we
1: not warm up first? Oh yes, Travis. Would you like to uh, get uh, up and warm up? Uh, 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 all right,
4: everyone. I'm sure you know this one. If you don't, honestly, you can leave. Uh zip Petwang. Okay, okay that's, well, that's quite incorrect.
1: enough. Correct. Very.
3: Okay, I think we're warmed up. Uh, <laughs> Let's, uh, let's 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 uh, uh, um, break into uh, um, some scenarios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this uh, f- f- first scenario, I will be p- portraying the part of the captain, and I will be uh, I- 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 issuing an order uh, to s- stow o- away some cargo. <clears throat> Do you need a suggestion? Uh, a suggestion of what kind of uh, wooden cargo? Wooden dildo. It's, okay, wooden dildos. are <laughs> you dare! You dare! Boy, put away these wooden I, I I'm sorry. Yes. Can we stop? I'm sorry. I am just yes. I just feel what? if I'm going to I'm
0: sorry. if I'm going to be doing these exercises I need to feel like I'm taking something in. A okay. good improvisation is is building together mm. and I just feel I what, feel like, you're like a robot. Okay. You just you're just
4: saying I'll, hollow words will I I will try. I will do, emphasis I, will or, do
3: I, I will do better to uh um mm, give it more I, of I appreciate that. Okay. I do.
4: I do. I appreciate that you are trying to live truthfully under imaginary circumstances. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: Okay, let's take this again from the top. You are um, being expected mm, uh, to stow a box of um, wooden mm, You there, know, boy, I'm the captain. I'm the captain, and when I was six years old, me father cut me finger off, and I've been haunted by that man ever since, and you, you little blonde-haired boy with a scarf around your neck, stole this box of loves. I'm sorry, did anyone else feel that
0: this is getting mm-hmm. too plotty?
3: Yeah, <laughs> too yes. plotty. No, I thought that. It was also, I could tell in that second take, I was even more wooden uh, than to begin with. Yes, I, no energy, no energy. I'm the wrong, I'm obviously not uh, to. You're in I'm, your head. I'm going head to uh, st- 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 ask us
1: to take a step back, and doing notes within, uh, g- uh, giving notes to our fellow performers is uh, uh, highly unethical. I would really appreciate it. I feel like you're making each other uncomfortable Honestly, at
3: this he was making me feel even more comfortable because I knew that I was doing wrong. And so just to have someone say it out loud, kind of vocalized it in a way that it made me better.
5: I think uh, maybe a
4: healthy sort of team building exercise that we can do is we can each go around and tell a very uh, personal um, story about something very traumatic that happened to you. And I will not take no for an answer. You must do it because this is art.
1: I understand
4: completely. Thank you. I'll begin. You can be on our performance team.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> Really? Oh, I I'm so young too comparatively. Oh,
3: well, you've got the fire within you. Uh, we are getting away from um the uh uh, uh stated objective of this uh m- interview?
4: Yes, and we should try the scene again.
3: If you did <laughs> if you did join uh the crew of uh the Uhuru, would you be willing to uh pay for classes? <laughs> uh we do have about a 15 month program, uh totaling 3500 uh, uh at the end of which you have a chance to audition to become a uh, 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 unpaid uh, crew member on an errand or crew.
0: Okay, if I do get selected as an unpaid crew member, mm. do I then
4: have to pay my coach?
3: Yes, you would pay the out, captain. Out, and that's out, out, of out of pocket. That's out of <laughs> yes, pocket. That's not pocket. provided to but, me.
4: But mm. to be fair, uh, no one else is paying the captain either. The, this is the only way the captain can uh, make a living. But the, the crew... And the ship, they do take in money. Oh,
3: yes. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. You might quite say this bit. is an unsustainable business model, uh, but it, uh, it seems to be working out we, pretty against so far. Against
1: all odds, it's been going for quite some
3: mm-hmm. time. So You have a bar,
1: you- too. <laughs>
0: Campaign Skyjacks is a one shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com. Hey heroes, this is James, your game master, and you are listening to the Skyjacks onboarding feed. This is a version of the Campaign Skyjacks podcast, edited to be easier to binge. The unrelated bonus episodes from our old campaign and old mid-rolls have been removed. Also, between arcs, we have summaries of the events of the show, so you can jump in where you like and catch up quickly. This feed is updated periodically and in batches. If you started here and can't wait for more, head over to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Campaign Skyjacks. There are over 170 episodes of Skyjacks waiting for you. You'll find them behind the 140-some episodes of our Star Wars campaign that we started with. Also, consider subscribing to Skyjacks Courier's Call, our all-ages spinoff show. Happy listening and take flight, heroes. Johnnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave, on main stage with Second City, or at I.O. with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson, underscore, 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 or at Comedy Sports Chicago with the One Woman No Show. Travis Madigo was played by Johnny O'Mara, who could be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. Dref Wormwood was played by John Patrick Cohen, you can be found on Twitter at JPSofly, on stage at I.O. with Devil's Daughter, or on his podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at One Shot RPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y, P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes.
4: Health to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends near rise. Twice to the
2: dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny the call of the sky.